Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? When you connect and embrace enlightened perspectives, you'll find that your assumption is that all is well. And when you assume that all is well, you're more creative, you're more open, you're more resourceful, you're just naturally at peace. You go into a flow state. And it really comes down to connecting with this idea that all is well. And anything other than all is well is a survival-based perspective. And there's nothing wrong with that. Survival is good, except you're not in a survival situation. Therefore, survival is irrelevant. Therefore, anything that you're connecting with that puts you into a state of stress and anger and upset and anxiety and frustration and annoyance and doubt and fear really is, isn't, it's just not serving you. And I want to talk about some enlightened perspectives today. My name is Matthew Ferry, and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. And the way you do that is utilizing what I have coined the rapid enlightenment process, which means one, you need to see the unconscious reflexes of the drunk monkey, the automatic talking in your head. You need to see that it's automatic. You need to see that the talking in your head is not you. Two, you have to remove the motivation for survival talking to occur. In other words, you have to heal the hidden motives to survive. There are 10 of them. Three, connect with enlightened perspectives, because when you do, you know that all is well. And when you know that all is well, you don't stress it. And then four, you need to practice recontextualization. That's just a skill set that enables you to rearrange the way you're relating to things in life so that you know that all is well. So it's one thing to embrace enlightened perspectives. It's another thing to recontextualize your life into an enlightened framework. That's, that is really the master skill. Today, so you'll see in the Daily Enlightenment, we work on those four things all the time. Today, we're in a sequence, and we've been working on enlightened perspectives. And I want to share a few enlightened perspectives with you today, and I want to just reconfirm that they presume that all is well. That's one. They have, a, they have a presupposition that all is well. And surprisingly, each of these things muscle tests strong on your body, which doesn't mean that they're true, but it does mean that you're strengthened, you're empowered by the idea. There's something about it, something about whatever these ideas are that cause the body to be fortified and strengthen. If you haven't watched any of my videos on muscle testing and you're curious about it, check it out. So we're going to start off with this enlightened perspective. Appreciation changes people's behavior. This is a strengthening idea, but not one that we often consider because from a survival standpoint, we don't go into a state of appreciation. We don't appreciate the black widow spider. Instead, we fear the black widow spider. And while that has been relevant for our ancestors, it's not really relevant for you. So you going into a fear-based state, A, it's a waste of your time. B, it ruins your experience. And C, it robs you of your peace. Come on. Using appreciation, like really seeking to understand where people are, will actually transform their behavior right in front of your eyes. This is what happens at the Epic Life Live. When people come to Epic Life Live, 
they return back home and suddenly all the people that they had conflict with disappears. And it goes away, not because they had a, a forgiveness conversation or anything like that. They just, they see it in a new way. That person's behavior is, is appropriate for them. It may not be appropriate for me, but it's appropriate for them. And you let it go. Really, really powerful. Appreciation is an aspect of acceptance. And here's one thing that I'd love for you to remind yourself of. Maybe make a calendar reminder. Remind yourself every day. What I accept will transform and what I resist will persist. What I accept will transform. What I resist will persist. Here is enlightened perspective number two. I am not in charge of life. Now, for you and I, we're like, well, you know, wait a second, but I, you know, I don't, I need to control life. Don't I need to, don't I need to influence life? Don't I need to make things happen the way that I want? And the answer is yes and no. So yes, you're a creative go-getter type person. You're, you're committed to making things happen just because they, because that comes through you, but fearing that it won't happen is applying a survival framework to a thriving situation. The thriving thing is you see that life could be more. That's thriving. You, you have these ideas that are just you, that, that you want to create. This is thriving. But we apply a survival-based framework. If it doesn't happen, it won't, I'll be embarrassed. And what if I fail? And blah, blah, right? And those people need to do this thing. And blah, blah, blah. I am not in charge of life. In fact, it muscle test strong that I am an artifact of the self-organizing self nature of life. My opinion about life is the source of my suffering. This tests strong. It's an enlightened perspective. My opinion about life is the source of my suffering, not life. My opinion. Life is just doing whatever it's doing then I'm, I have an opinion about how life should be and that creates the resistance inside of me and resistance and suffering are synonymous. In fact, suffering is an expression of resistance. Here's number three. No one signed up for my life plan. You're like, no, darn it. Why not? Everybody should just do what I want them to do. And, and I understand we all have those feelings, but those are survival-based, pack-oriented feelings that you have. And you're a particular kind of leader in your environment. Uh, you may not be like the, you know, leader, right? But you're, you're a thought leader. You're an emotional leader. You're a, a kind leader, leader, a loving leader, right? There's, there's different kinds of leaders that we experience in our pack animal mode. And one of the things that gets in our way of really being harmonious with the people around us is not acknowledging the kind of leader that we are, which you and I, it's probably going to be much more about, um, leading people to having positive experiences. So acknowledging that, that's one part. Then the other part is recognizing nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares that we are, we are naturally drawn to create these positive, uplifting, fulfilling experiences. We want to create them for ourselves and we want to create them for other people and we want other people to be involved and we're excited about it and all that stuff and almost no one cares. And it's so important for you to recognize that no one signed up for your life plan. 
that your opinions about how people should behave and how they should operate won't change anything. Now, can you change stuff? 100%. But for someone like you, you start with appreciation. You start with honoring. Here's an enlightened perspective. When I appreciate each person's perspective and acknowledge that their point of view creates behavior and consequence, I experience peace. When I appreciate each person's perspective and acknowledge that their point of view creates their behavior and therefore the consequence, I feel at peace. I am, when I am willing to recognize that people are living their own karma. They're living, and their karma is really just the pre existing information that is mixing with the current inputs and influencing their particular behavior, which is then creating a consequence. When I am willing to acknowledge that and appreciate it, I am at peace. Therefore, there is no need for me to moderate. I don't have to moderate people's behaviors. Now, you might be saying, Matthew, what about my kids? Do I need to influence them? And the answer is yes and no. So on one hand, you get to decide what kind of parent you want to be and then behave in accordance to that commitment. On the other hand, there are many, many kids that grow up with no parents at all and they turn out just fine. So yes, influence your kids, but do it based on what you're committed to. And then when it doesn't work out the way that you want, you don't get upset. You're like a scientist. You go, oh, okay, that didn't work. And then you adjust. And I know how hard that is. I have four kids. On the other hand, you realize you're not important. You're not valuable. You're not needed. They will grow up with or without you. So that is committed, but unattached. Very effective. Let's look at number four. We are all infinite beings having a finite vacation. So this test strong on every single person I've ever tested it on. We are infinite beings having a finite vacation. The soul signed up for this life, this life that you are living. Your soul was like, yeah, let me in. Let's do it. The contrast, the variety, the opposing forces, they're all valued by the infinite beings who are pretending like they matter, you, me, all of us. Infinite beings pretending like this life matters. Again, it's in the same zone as parenting. There's an experience I'm committed to creating for myself, committed. I don't matter at all, unattached. Therefore, if I don't matter, and I'm committed to creating this experience, there's nothing for me to get pissed off about or angry or upset or, or defiant about or, or I, don't have to, I don't have to go into the negatives. The negatives only happen because I accidentally conclude that, I'm, that I matter. So as soon as I let go of this hallucination that I matter, then I can really be committed to what I want. And committed means flexible. Committed means I go for it. It doesn't work. I take the information in. I adjust and shift to see if I can get it to work. Attached means I go for it. It doesn't work. I throw a temper tantrum and I'm stuck. Committed but unattached. We are all infinite beings having a finite vacation. What happens when you begin to embrace that perspective? How much more freedom do you have? How much more joy do you experience? How much more do you look around at, at what currently upsets you and you just go, huh? infinite beings 
having a finite vacation. All right, that's the vacation they want. Just die of a different vacation in mind for me. That's it. So I want you to leave me a comment. For you, how does this perspective that I'm presenting to you change your way of seeing the world? I want to know. Leave me a comment. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. And it would mean a lot if you would like this Daily Enlightenment. It would mean a lot if you would share it with the people in your life that you think it would make a difference for. And leaving a comment. Those three things are, are highly valued in their social currency. On top of that, you can subscribe to my channel. I put out a new Daily Enlightenment every single day. It's the Daily Enlightenment. And on top of that, you can join us over in the Spiritual Hooligans Facebook group. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Daily Enlightenment.